Hey guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College Sportscast. We are presented by the Fanboys. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Brad with College Sportscast. I have a special guest with me today. We have Steve Heigel with us today. Hey Steve, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Doing good. He is back with us. He was actually with us last month and uh, he's back with us again. And my other two guys that are normally with me, Jason and John, are running a little behind. So I'm hoping they'll be here in just a few minutes and join us. Um, I know I just got a message from Jason. He should be coming on here pretty quickly and we'll see what happens with John. But anyways, <clears throat> so Steve here, um, runs just college football.net and just college basketball.net. And, uh, if you've watched the show before he was on before and I told you guys that he's also a John Wooden award winner. Or winner, I wish you wish, right? A John Wooden Award <laughs> voter. I'll get that right in just a second. Uh, John, uh, Steve, you you wish that it was for you, right? On the very on true. the, on very the true. winner, very true. <laughs> just a voter, not a winner. <laughs> yeah, a voter. Yeah, let me make that sh straight. That's a voter, not a winner. Um. Uh, and then what else do you are you involved with, um, Steve? Um, I have two websites, uh, the just college football.net and just college basketball.net. And I one of the things I tried to do with uh, college basketball has been going to a lot of games this year, just check out like arenas and kind of get, you know, my vibe of what a certain arena is. I've been to 25 so far this year. So I went to a couple 20? games yesterday. Yeah. I went to you uh, went to a couple games yesterday? Yeah, I saw Monmouth play uh, Elon in the CAA. Elon defeated Monmouth, and then I went in the evening. I went down to Princeton uh, and saw them play a good Ivy League game between uh, them and Yale. And uh, Princeton, man, they had that game all wrapped up with five minutes left, and they just uh, they thought it was 1981, and they they put the stall tactic in, and but they didn't realize there was a shot clock, and they had to shoot every 30 seconds. And then Yale made a historic comeback. I think it was historic. It seemed to historic, and won the game in overtime. So um, yeah, but I saw two great arenas, uh, two good games, and. Uh, I'm going to go probably see a game next weekend. I haven't decided which game. Uh, a couple more games to finish out the season. And then once uh, about the second week of March comes, I'll just be here at home watching all the games like everybody else. <laughs> all right. Well, that's pretty cool. 25 different arenas this year, right? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So <clears throat> who else in that 25? I know you said yesterday, but who else? Who else have um, you seen? A lot of mid-major teams. Uh, seen a couple of Big Ten teams. I saw Maryland play and Rutgers play. Um Great atmosphere in uh, Villanova at the Pavilion, uh, their home arena. They also play some games in the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia where the uh, 76ers play, but I saw them play in Finneran Pavilion, their home arena. Most of the arenas I visit are in the – I live in Mar just outside of Baltimore, Maryland, just in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia, um, Pennsylvania, a few in Jersey. I haven't ventured, like, into New York or up the coast or even down the coast yet. Um, I'm trying to think who else I've seen. 
George Mason, uh, a lot of A-10 teams. I saw St. Joseph's and LaSalle, both up in Philadelphia. Um, and then, of course, some uh, smaller teams. Like some, I've seen so a handful of MEAC teams, too. What's one of your favorites that you've seen so far this year out of the 25? I think the, the best one I've seen was Maryland. Uh, Maryland? So, yeah, early. the best atmosphere I've seen this year is Maryland early this year. Rutgers, Rutgers is right there as well. Um, I saw them in early January. That was a great atmosphere, um, along with uh, Villanova back in um, about mid-January. Villanova played Georgetown's old school Big East matchup, and that was a great, great Oh, yeah, Villanova and Georgetown would be fun to see. Yeah, that would be a fun game. Uh, you know, that's <clears throat> Big East. You can't, you know, be maybe UConn or whatever, but, you know, that's some big-time rivalries in the Big East. Yeah, all so this Big East Jason, teams. Jason's uh, joining us t- this time, and uh, this is Jason Harrison. Steve, uh, just so you – I don't know if you if he was on with us the last time. Yes. Yes, was he, was. he on last time when you were here? I yes. can't remember. How you doing? Um, Everybody's he, doing. How everybody doing? So he's – a month or so ago, before – I guess it was before Christmas, he was only on one or two times a week. Um, so I, I couldn't remember if he was on when you were with us or not. Yes. All right. That's cool. Cool. I just wanted to make sure. So uh, <clears throat> now that Jason's with us, maybe uh, John Roberts will get with us here in a few minutes. Uh, he said he was running behind as well. So I, I had two guys both running behind today. So uh, we, we waited for a few minutes, Jason, and then we went ahead and come on. So, oh, man, I know you. Hey, the show must go on. The show <laughs> must go on. I do know that. I do know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is true. All right, so what we're going to do today is is I've, I've got the conference rankings um, from the NET, uh, the net rankings, and, of course, the top conference in the country is the Big 12. Um, so we're going to start out with the Big 12, and I just want to ask you, Steve, I mean, what, you know, what are – some of the teams in the conference, how many do you think will get in out of the Big 12? Is You know, I've seen anywhere from seven to ten, you know, when Oklahoma beat Alabama a few weeks ago, you know. I don't think all ten is going to get in. I think Texas Tech's on a little run right now. Um, you know, they possibly could sneak in and take somebody's bid. I, I really feel like it may be eight-team bid what, or eight-team conference. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're looking at like I I had I venture to say seven, and then the eighth team may might come from a team that comes on in the next couple of weeks, or if they make a run and win the Big Twelve tournament, one of the three remaining teams like West Virginia or Texas Tech would be two of the uh, first names I can mention. I think TCU is in, Kansas is in, Kansas State's in, Baylor's in. I mean, we keep going here. Iowa State's in. And yeah, Iowa. Um, yeah, Iowa State's in. Yeah, Iowa State's um, in. Um, Oklahoma's the one that's kind of even with that win against Alabama, they've kind of fallen off the last couple of weeks, and they lost. Like I said, they lost. A, I we had talked in the previous to the show beginning about Texas beating them yesterday in a game they could have won. Um, that would have been a big win for Oklahoma yeah. because they're, they're on the bubble. Um, that would have been a great win for them. But Oklahoma State, I think they're that right. They're right on the outside looking in as well. Mm, yeah, you're right about that. You're right about yeah. that. Yeah, that's a deep conference. That's just a tough conference. It just is. It is. And then you know, right now, before today, I was looking at it this morning, and a lot of people have West Virginia kind of in that last four out. Mm. 
right yeah this I, think, I think i think the i think the loss yesterday to texas tech put them out i still think they can get their way back in in the next couple of weeks um if they can finish out strong um i'm not looking at their schedule right off the top of my head i knew that i know they do have to play kansas state in a couple of weeks at home so that could be a marquee win for them and of course you got the big 12 tournament where as you know that big 12 tournament's gonna be crazy because if you're a bubble team all you probably got to do is win you might always have to win two games in that tournament and just get to the final game and then or maybe two or three if you fall in the last couple four because of the last two game two teams like nine and ten but if two or three wins in that tournament could get you in because they're all going to be against marquee all your games are going to be against, mar, against marquee teams that are right in the top 25 so yeah so I, number number seven in the conference right now is oklahoma state and okay. then you've got texas tech uh west virginia and oklahoma are the bottom three yeah, I think yeah. I think seven is the is a good magic number for them, and I think you could get an eighth team with depending on what happens in the next couple of weeks and heading into the Big Twelve tournament. Yeah, these last, yeah these next couple of weeks, you're exactly right. Will be the factor for teams like Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, West Virginia, because you know, hey, even if they don't make, it, you know, they will be in the NIT. So True. the conference will be represented oh, yeah. in the NIT yep. and NCAA. But to go dancing, these next couple of weeks, one of those four teams got to make a run. Uh, All right, so out of this big, out of the best conference in college basketball so far this year, what two, three teams do you think has a chance to make a long run in the tournament? Um, Kansas definitely. Um, Right. They've proved to me throughout the season that they have – they're just – they're cut above a lot of the other teams in the country. And that comeback yesterday was just another – Ooh. Yeah. To show that more. Baylor, I still think – can be that team that can get to the final four. I think the experience, there's still a couple guys, holdovers from that 2021 championship team on there. I think they have the experience um, and the depth to get there. Uh, the third team I'd have to say would probably, I'd say probably be TCU. I I think if Miles is healthy and he played yesterday and they won, if he stays healthy and their the team stays healthy, mm-hmm. I think they have enough, enough athleticism and firepower to get there now whether they do it or not is another thing and i think a big thing for them is how they number one how they finish the season and number two where they get seated in the tournament yes, and I, yes. That, I mean that's always obviously always well i mean always you know how how the seedings play out is always a big factor but you know but i think know. even more for a team like tcu I, I think they might they might almost need a favor from the committee to get that like not that they're going to get it. They get that. They get that easy first game. You don't want to be in that. Five, you don't want to be in that five twelve game. It's like a, you know, if they finish that yeah. five seed, you get that five twelve game. And you or six eleven, five twelve, six eleven. You get a team that that's comes off winning their conference tournament in a solid mid major conference, and they, they're they're they come in and they they play a really good game. That first game, you could boom, we could be gone right then and there. So I right I, like you like we talked about. You said before the show, Brad, there's going to be a lot of upsets this year. Oh I yeah, think. I think so. I think you know we were talking about before the show, and you know from ten to sixty, I think there's going to be a whole lot of upsets in this tournament coming up. And I think I I agree with that. There's going to be a lot of upsets. Anything anything below the four seed. Like yeah, you're a five, 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 twelve, six, eleven. Even four six. seeds get picked off a lot of years. They do, they do. Yeah. And in this tournament, they could because that four seed playing that thirteen seed. I mean, you think about it right now. A team like Charleston, now that they've yeah. lost a couple games, they win that CAA. Right. They're probably going to be. They like usually, a, you know, that there's usually at least one or two four seed down. Yeah, um, so I mean, thirteen know. seed playing a four, that that team could go right. down too. So, I mean, I, you know who I I hate to say is right for the pickings. Or if they end up with a probably end up with a three or four, the way they're looking now is Tennessee. 
They just turned upset that first weekend. That first, first yeah. Weekend. yeah. Unfortunately, well, they just yeah. yeah. I agree with you. My, so in the big Big Twelve, you don't think Texas will be a team that could make a run to the Final Four? I mean, they. I'm not. Played, I'm not so sure about winning it, but make a run to the Final yeah. Four. Say. They have played remarkably well since everything happened with Chris Beard, but they and, have. But I, I, I don't know. I just, I just don't see them being a Final Four team. I, I just don't. That's just me, but I, I don't. So I think, I, and I, and I think they're losing their identity. Uh, yeah. Uh, especially when Chris Beard went out, the, the coach staff did a good job of keeping the core group of guys together and keeping that team together through all that turmoil, but. The way Texas looked two months ago to a poll that they look today, it's like they're having trouble scoring. They, they remind me of Tennessee at, at times. They have trouble scoring. Great defensive team. But sometimes yeah. they have trouble making their shots as well. And so Texas yeah. is one of those teams as well that I'd be afraid to uh for, for them if they end up being like a four seed. Four or five seed, depending yeah. on how they play. Yeah. They have I haven't seen them. I haven't really seen them play in in the last couple weeks, but I I, well, I now, just, before yeah, about a week ago, they were playing pretty well. Now that they lost a game last week, and you know, um, but they had been winning some games. Uh, well, it could that. be the gauntlet, and it could be the Big Twelve. Yeah, you know, right. It's the gauntlet. So that has right. a lot to do with you know, because they all know yeah. their, their Tennessee things like that. So it has a lot to do with their conference. So they might look different. They might get on the road ticket. So yeah, I can I can understand exactly why you asked. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just, <laughs> Go ahead. That's all true. I think, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I just. I don't see them making a run, and mm-hmm. that you know. I. I think maybe maybe the 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 whole everything happened with Chris Beard is just is somehow just going to catch up to him at the. Well, right uh, now in the rankings, uh, for the net rankings, uh, Kansas is number six, Tennessee's number nine. Um, these are the projected um, tournament rankings. Baylor's 12, Iowa State's 15, Kansas State is 20, TCU's 22. Okay. That's the top. That's the top six. Gotcha. In the net rankings. See, that TCU being 22 would put you squarely like a five or six seed, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Squarely like that five or six spot. So let's see. I mean, they got a couple of weeks now. Now, Miles, Miles came back. So. They got a big game tomorrow night. They play Kansas, and then, yeah, there's two there's two solid weeks left before the conference. And of course, they had big twelve turns. They come on strong yeah. and have a good finish. They can move themselves up to the three or four line, and I think they feel more, a lot more comfortable than that regard. So, all right, Jason, you got any more questions about the Big Twelve or any team or anything for Steve? Nah, man, we can move on to the Big Ten. All right, so we're going to go on to the Big Ten then. So the Big Ten is Purdue. Of course, Purdue's lost. They lost two games uh, before three yesterday. They lost them. Three or yeah. four lost. Them. Yeah, but they were twenty-one and one, or twenty-two and yeah. one, or something like that. Um, and then you have a whole bunch of teams that are within a couple of games of each other. So, what do you think of the Big Ten? I just think it's going to be like it was. It's been the last several years i think you're gonna see maybe purdue get to like the sweet 16 final eight and everybody else will maybe one or two other teams gets to sweet 16 ever and come final four team every every from come final four time everybody from the big 10 gone (laughs) just (laughs) i just think i think it's like i kind of think it's like uh it's it's like the big east and like it's like a battle every night but i think they just the 
I think that there's just a big like clump in the middle of all the teams are pretty much even and then they beat each other up and the, I think it doesn't help them going to that 20 game schedule because it's just two more games Ooh. usually 18 games two more games you have to play against those teams all season then you get to the Big Ten tournament and I think half right. those half the teams when they get to the Big Ten tournament if they're already in the the NCAA tournament they're just like, this is just almost like let's just take a break and rest our guys and you know, that they don't think that way but I almost think they should think that way and just like let's take a break and you know a couple years ago was it probably four or five years ago before COVID they, they had the big 10 tournament the week before Remember they had like a week lag. Cause they had it at the garden. Right. And I think that was probably the best thing ever for that conference. Cause then you had the week, they would say it was a bad thing, but it was a good thing. Cause you had the week lag. The tournament was over Sunday, March 5th. It would be like, it was like a and right. then the whole, the whole week right. off. And then the right. tournament selection was the next Sunday. So they almost had like a week and a half off and the coaches were complaining because they're like, well, what are we going to do about, you know, not having a game. But I think in a way, I mean, that might be better for, a conference like that because you just beat each other up so much during the season you just get like a nice break you can scrimmage or maybe play like a division two team you know grab a team that's in, in the area or anybody that you know just to kind of get a game and get some action in. but it just so many team big team teams get picked off in those first couple of days and i think it'll be the same this year because they just they're just beat down from the season they get in there and they get a team that's hot and then boom they're gone you know well it is a it you know it, it is a kind of a grind in there and they do beat up each other a lot in the Big Ten. And that's the reason why you see everybody with five, six, seven losses, you know, right now in, in the conference. Um, if I had to predict, I'd say Purdue could probably – I don't think they're a Final Four team. A lot of people would disagree with me. I don't think they're a Final Four team. I think maybe Elite Eight. I think it showed uh, in the last couple of games they played that they rely a lot too much on Zach Eady and then – It's the guard play that's going to get them. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Zach Eady is going to produce, but then if the guards don't, you know, you're, you're in trouble. So and- that's where their their biggest um, kryptonite on their team is not is not Zach Eady. Zach Eady's no, going to get his. Yeah. Zach Eady's going to get his. They're they're you know it, it. What's going to get them is the two freshman guards. And I think in in the tournament. Like uh, I don't know if you, I watched a few minutes earlier today. North Carolina was playing uh, NC State, and they had two great guards in NC State uh, beat North Carolina. But I mean, that's and that's in the tournament. You're gonna see a lot of teams like that that had great guards. And a lot of mid-major teams that Purdue you could catch Purdue on an off night, or even a even a, just a solid team that's like a number, like say Purdue's the number one seed in the Midwest. A team that's like a number eight or nine seed that wins that first game comes in plays Purdue in the round of 32, and they have great guards. You know, say it's like a, a second-tier Big East team. You know, like a right. Uh, top of my head, but you know, a team that just gets in the tournament as an eight nine seed and wins that first game, and then boom, you know, yeah, and then you got to play that one seed, <laughs> yeah, play the one seed. But I mean, you saw, I mean, I mean, hey, it could be a team like Kentucky gets that eight seed and they're playing, it absolutely eight, could you know? be. I, yeah. I'm, I'm actually pretty worried about that eight nine seed right this minute, <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I think it's gonna be something like that. As for the, the next year, the Big Ten, I think. I think they'll probably get uh, seven, eight teams in, uh, including Purdue. And then well, I just don't think many of them are going to get out of that. Right now, projected teams, according to the net rankings, are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. Okay. Um, it goes Purdue, Indiana, Maryland, Illinois, Rutgers, Iowa, Michigan State, and Northwestern. Okay. Man, yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can That's, see that. Yeah, I mean. So the ones out are Penn State, Michigan, Wisconsin, are the ones that have kind of been, you know, on the borderline. 
But let me ask you this: Is is Michigan State worthy of of consideration in the NCAA tournament? You know, I'm going to have to be. I think that Michigan right Michigan now. State could flop. I mean, Michigan State could flip flop with Penn State or one of the other teams that you just mentioned. I I think Michigan yeah, State is far from certain. Well, Mich- Michigan State is 40th in the net rankings right okay. now. Okay, that's see, where they are. That's, that's what I'm not. He does. Tom Izzo does play a ridiculously tough. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. He does. Yeah, he does. Okay. I and they're the second ranked conference in the country. So you know. Mm. Uh, and, and they're ranked 40th in the net rankings. Yeah, but Jason, I'm with you. The 16 and 10, um, they are. Um, do y'all are y'all looking at it? What's I'm their conference at, record? I'm looking at it right now. Uh, What's their conference record? It's not great. Eight and seven. Eight seven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and and you know I, I agree with you. You know Michigan State is the one team out of those. That I would I would say eh, I'm just not real sure you know if they deserve to be in or not. Well, because this based on the standard, like he said before, uh, this is a log jam from from there force is. all the way down. It's a log yeah. jam. So yeah, there next is. Next couple weeks, these next two weeks can can, can really move some teams up, move True. some teams down, and man, these conference tournaments is going to be real real serious more than ever this year because you're yeah. going to have to win a couple games to look good to the committee. You know, True. neutral side games, especially right now, if your team can't get up to play, no matter how bad your fan base is going to travel and whatever the money you can produce, man, it, it's it's going to be a lot of teams on the outside looking in. Yeah. My, my thing on the Big Ten, so, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I thought Purdue could, could have made it to the Final Four. Exactly. I, th- exactly. I think they've been a little bit exposed the last couple of weeks. By some good guard play, um, some good teams. Indiana um, certainly played a really good game against them a couple of weeks ago um, and beat them in Bloomington. And uh, yeah, then they've yeah. lost a couple of games. Yeah. yeah, lost a couple of games since then as well. So you know, you you guys said something earlier, man, that that really really made sense, and and it it, it hit me. You Edie can be you can can be uh shut down, and the guard player is gonna have to play well because when you get in this tournament, you might run to a team where all five guys can make shots, and yeah, then sure. the, will Edie come out? Will he come out? Will he guard on the perimeter? I think. Well, I can t- tell you this answer. much: so the Indiana game, what really they got behind really, you know, in the fifth, and it was because Edie got in foul mm-hmm. trouble. And was, and had to be no on doubt, the bench. No doubt. No doubt. So you know no when no you know no if doubt. Edie if Edie picks up two or three fouls in the first half and has to sit out, or picks up early third foul, you know in the in the second half and has to sit out, mm-hmm. it's going to be you know Purdue's going to struggle in that game, no matter who's playing in the tournament. Yeah. In the tournament. Yeah. So we that's have the, that's the, the only we have thing John that's scary, that's Roberts that's joined us, guys. John, come in. I just want to introduce John Roberts. Uh, he's in with us tonight, today, now. So, but welcome to Big Ten basketball here, John. Uh, we're kind of running through each conference and going through it with with Steve Heigel here. So, just giving him a little update since he's joining us a little late. Um, but uh, yeah, so to, for me, that's where I think Purdue will probably get picked off. 
there'll be two things that will do it. One will be foul trouble for Edie, and two will be the two freshman guards just being outplayed in the tournament, running up against I agree. a team. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to run up against, they're going to run up against the team that's going to have they're going to have seen junior senior guards that are capable of handling the ball and putting pressure on them late in the game if the game especially if the game's close obviously but that's that's going to be the key factor can they overcome that um, and like and, I said and it the, could come in that first weekend when they play if they're one seed they play that 8-9 game it, it could be a right. very it tough play right. team they could upset Yeah, I mean it could happen. You're right. The only other team in my opinion in the Big Ten, that is a dark horse to maybe make a little noise in the in the uh, tournament would be Indiana. I yeah. think Indiana has 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 the players. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis is a beast, and um, the guard play for Indiana is starting to come around. And I really think Indiana could be a dark horse to make to make it further than what people thought a month ago. When, when you were on with us a month ago, Steve, Indiana was not even talked about much. True. Yeah. 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 They, I mean, they do have, they do have a solid, uh, a solid uh, nucleus of players. I, I've seen the good and the bad with them. I saw them play earlier in the season a couple times and they played North Carolina and they beat them. They played very well and they played somebody else in non-conference game. And then of course, in the conference games, I've seen them play a couple of bad games. They did beat Illinois yesterday. And they, of course they beat Purdue. I think it, in the end, depends what team shows up. If the good Indiana right. shows up, you know they, they can beat almost anybody. If the bad Indiana shows up, they can lose to almost anybody. And I think I think that it's going to depend on what team shows up in in March. And I think you'll you know probably better how they'll fare in the tournament as you see how they do in the Big Ten tournament this right. uh, next month. Oh, I, I think so as well. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. So we are going to move on to our next conference and the third ranked conference according to the net rankings, is South, South Southeastern Conference, SEC. So, um, SEC, um, I noticed this morning in a lot of bracketology, it, I, I think they now have nine teams in, I believe, in, in bracketology. Um, they, even, they even had Mississippi State in. Um, at the bottom, of course, Auburn, Kentucky, Texas A&M. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was either eight or nine, but I'm pretty sure it was nine. Yeah, I definitely can see nine teams getting in from the SEC. It's, it's been a really strong conference all season long. Um, A&M, I guess they got to make it up. No matter what happens, make it up last year. Not putting an A and M in, <laughs> definitely put them in this year. And they've had a great conference uh, season this year. They've kind of not not as great in the non-conference, but they've been great in the in the SEC. They're in second place right now in the conference. Look at the standings, sir. Uh, it was well, what, eight. eight. It was eight. Yeah, it was eight. eight. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at it. I mean, you got Eric. You got Eric. Wait, Eric. So, so, sir, you got Alabama, Tennessee, Arkansas, Texas A and M, Auburn, Kentucky, Mississippi State, and Missouri. Okay. Mm, mm. Those are the eight. Mm. Hey, listen. Better be aware of Mr. Jerry Stackhouse and the Vanderbilt Commodores. The Commodores <laughs> might be a long shot, but the, he got that team playing well. Not saying that they're going to get in the NSA tournament, but 
but I wouldn't be surprised if they make a little noise in that SEC tournament. I think they could, yeah. Yeah. I think they definitely could. I, oh, I, I think they, and I and, and I think that we, me and Steve was actually talking about Vanderbilt a little bit before the show. Um, you know, Vanderbilt's played really well lately. Um, they play Kentucky next. They have another big game, another chance to to uh, make some noise. They're fifteen and twelve. The only thing with them is they were so far down. They're eighty ninth in the net rankings. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And that's just. You know, um, you, you almost have to be top 50 to be an at-large team. Um, and, and, you know, so they're still pretty far down there right this minute. So I think right now for Vandy, they would almost have to make at least a run to the championship game in the, the SEC tournament. What what would – uh with, with Auburn having – the struggles that they're having right now, what are the chances that they could fall out of the NCAA tournament? I think for them to fall out, they just have to have a catastrophic. Yeah, you know, I think so too. Like like zero and four. Yeah, More. probably zero and four. Then maybe one and three, and then losing the first game of the SEC tournament. I think okay. I think yeah. I think they're pretty safe to be in the tournament. Unless they just they just lose from here, pretty much because I was looking at it and it's it's I mean Ole Miss, Alabama, Tennessee, and Kentucky are their final four games, uh, not in that order, but that that's the uh, so if you, Ole if Miss you lose, surely is a win. Yeah, if you if you beat Ole Miss and lose the other three, you're you're still in, you know, because those are other good, three other good teams you're playing. If you lose to Ole Miss and you, and you lose all four games, including lose to Ole Miss, then you got to start worrying. You know, yeah. Come the beginning of the SEC tournament, just, you might need a couple games. Just so, wanted to know how strong that footing was right now, because it is. Yeah, I still think to be slipping. Yeah, they, well, I still so think they're pretty strong. I, they're 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 ranked thirtieth still in the net rankings. So, right. you know that that's still a quad one level in the top thirty. Yeah. So they are um, now thirty is it for the quad one level. But that's still a quad one level for Auburn. And at that state, they're definitely in. Now, right. they lose to Mississippi and lose the other three games. We may have to have a different conversation. I'm not really sure. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, right now I think Can't so. lose games at the end of the game. You know, got to gotta finish games. That's, yeah. That's the biggest thing for them right now. So. Right. So, you know, I want to say this. So, I think Alabama looks like one of the top teams in the country. Um, I, I fully, right now, before the bracket comes out, before, you know, you get to see who plays who and stuff, I would say Alabama is in that two or three team tier that has a chance to win it all. What do you I agree. I agree. I mean, I, I think they, they check every box. Um, people forget. I mean, you look at a neutral court win they had over uh, Houston back in December. I mean, that was Houston's first loss, and Houston had got upset by Temple since then. But, I mean, neutral court beating another top-five team, I mean, they're, they're right there. I mean, they've got – they barely lost at all all season. You know, that was their first loss in SEC play, uh, which just the other night. Uh, when they lost the game the other night, but that was their first loss. In they were twelve and zero in SEC play going into that game. Right. So, right. Also, I mean, 
I'd have to look at the remaining schedule, but they might not lose again in SEC play. So they're probably and, uh, not in the SEC tournament. I mean, you know, twenty three and four. I'm just looking at the record. They played UConn. They lost in that in that uh, tournament, tournament there preseason. Uh, or against lost against lost yeah. against Aga. Uh, you know, lost to that game to Oklahoma, of course, and then of course they lost the other day to, at Tennessee. But they finished at South Carolina, home against Arkansas, home against Auburn at A&M. They could lose one or two. They could lose. I'd say two of those games, but I think that's a chance they probably finish three and one on that slate, and then they win that SEC tournament or get to the championship game. I think they're definitely a number one seed. They have. They have possibility of being the number one overall seed. Yeah. Oh, I th- right now, I, I still would put them as the number one overall seed, even though they got beat this past week. I think I think it comes hinge down now. They did beat Houston on neutral court. If Houston runs the table and wins the rest of their games and wins that AAC, I think it go. I, I think it could go either way. Um, yeah. They did not grant they have the head-to-head win over them on a neutral court, but still Houston would, would only have two losses all season, including um, – one back in you know December and one in like mid January, so it could go either way though. I could see the other teams getting the top overall seed, and then got a tough, course, I think tough the third game today. Memphis, yeah, Memphis is, yeah, yeah, Memphis is. I'm watching that now. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching that right now. That 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 game's gonna be it's gonna go down to the wire like all the rest of Texas A and M yeah. is an interesting team to me. I think that I think they are set up for a tournament style play because their guard play has been spectacular. These last couple weeks, and they that play D. That trapping D yes, they play is tenacious, tenacious. And, and, and I think they have uh, some of the most undersized, undervalued bigs uh, in the country because they play hard. They play like grown men. They, they allow those guards really to play in up-tempo style because they don't demand the ball, but they control the glass and they play hard. And I, and I think that's a good uh, a recipe to come into a tournament. When a lot of things, when a lot of kids are not playing hard, like they're playing hard every possession. You could tell Buzz is that is really strictly enforced. Play hard and crash the glass and get to the free throw line. Something they do well. They draw fouls. They make you foul. And they, and they so, hit and they hit free throws. Throws well. Yeah. So yeah. They've kind of fallen yeah. under the radar this year too. I mean, in SEC, mm-hmm. play. I mean, they're twelve mm-hmm. and two in the conference, but yeah, it seems like they've kind of been under the radar. So I. I mean, but that's I, so strange. Any other team goes twelve and two, you know, and 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 everybody in the country is going to know know who they are. In the, I just in think because it was because of their because of their rough their rough non conference slate, and they weren't very good in the non conference, and they've kind of come on strong right. since conference plays. But yeah, they yeah. they they've been they right behind Alabama, one game behind them in the conference standings. So. Very interesting. Well, I mean, it could come down to a game between Tech and Alabama at the end of the season for the number one spot in the SEC. I mean, it could. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tennessee. Let's get, get to Tennessee real quick out of the SEC. Tennessee's got a really good team that has struggled the last three weeks or so. Um, so where where do you where do you think Tennessee falls? I mean, are, are they um, a three seed? Are they a four seed? Are they a two seed? And is their top after playing like this, like Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight? Yeah, I think they fall anywhere from a three to five. Um, and I, I just think they're right. They're, they're the way they're playing. I mean, they did beat Alabama the other night at home. Um, yeah, but that I, was I at home. Right for, that was at home. Yeah, I think they're right for an upset. Yeah. Unfortunately, in the first, you know, first weekend, I just think. They just seem like they kind of like – it's not that they don't show up for games, but they just kind of just – you just don't know what you're going to get on a nightly basis. And right. 
I think I think if you see them get beat early in the SEC tournament, I think they're you're going to see, you know, them probably get eliminated pretty quickly in the NCAA tournament as well. I just I, I think they've probably it, some of those t- sometimes teams peak like way too soon. I think they might be a team that peaked in uh, January. Yeah, now, I kind of feel that way now. Yeah. The end of the so season. I guess my last question. I'm a Kentucky fan, so we got to talk about Kentucky just for a minute. What's your mm-hmm. thoughts on on? I mean, Big Blue had a had a good week this past week. The week before was horrible. <laughs> you know, um, well, what's your what's your take on Kentucky and and kind of their ceiling? I guess. I think. I mean, I think about anywhere from seven to ten seed now, and I think that'll probably as long as they stay the course um, next couple weeks and in the SEC tournament. I mean, I think you could get, you could definitely get to the sweet 16 elite eight is probably the, I think the high point. I, I don't think they're a final four yeah. team. I think there's some holes in the team. I think it's a, a, a good Kentucky team, not a great Kentucky team. And I think they rely too much on uh, Oscar Shibwe. Um They don't have enough other pieces around him to make it, yeah. you know, to get, well, to they get got two or three, team. but two or three pieces is not enough, you know, to, you know, yeah. And I've noticed, I've noticed this. some team. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Just maybe, maybe it's just me. I just think, I just think their ceiling is probably about elite eight. If it, you know, you get the right matchup. Well, now I'm going to be I honest with you. I think, I think after the season that they have had so far, the Big Blue Nation would probably be pretty happy if we could get if we get to the Sweet Sixteen. Oh, I'm sure they would. Yeah. Um, it, 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 I mean, hey, hey, last year, I mean, look at North Carolina. They came on late and they they went to they went to the final the championship game, and I think most of their fans would have been happy just getting to the just getting in the tournament at one point and then oh, winning a game or two would be great. Yeah. And then they just get winning and winning and winning. So, but yeah, I think, right. I think sweet 16 elite eight, I think would be the, the high point for Kentucky this season. Um, and I, of course, I right. assume they finish pretty strong. Any other SEC questions, guys, that y'all have for Steve? No. All right. Not so we're going to move. The SEC is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on to the big East. I like this. Yeah. I like I like That's the top four or five difference. Um, I, I you know I want to I want to know how many do you think gets in? A lot of people are saying they think that they're just going to get four in. I think there is at least five teams that deserve in this conference. Five teams ranked. So, so what's five your, teams ranked right now? Yeah. So so what? What's your What's your take on it, Steve? Um, pulling up the conference standings right now. I, I mean, I think Xavier definitely in Marquette in Providence. They got five teams ranked. I would say all of them are in. Um, That's what I say. And then you Seton got Seton Hall, Hall, Seton Hall, and Villanova. Villanova they Nova, them coming on. Run. Uh, that's about it. St. John's has been a disappointment this year, like so many other seasons. Right. Um, <laughs> I'd say either Seton Hall or Villanova. The unfortunate part of Villanova is they just. They started out slow. They didn't have a couple of their players. Started out so terrible. Yeah. And I just they just seem yeah. like they can't make up the make up the gap from what they started out. Seton Hall is a team that you could you could see make it, making a run in the Big East tournament. I mean, they they stayed with UConn yesterday. They eventually succumbed and lost. But I think that's a team that could be borderline as we get into the, big, the last couple of weeks of the season in the Big East tournament. They could possibly make a run. But I think five is a good good number for for the Big East to get in the tournament. But I think also a couple of those teams. Make, I think you're going to see a Big East team in the Final Four. I, I for sure, I couldn't predict which one. I, I think listen, one of the five teams could make. I it. have told Jason on this show that there you are going to see either a Big East or a Mountain West team in the Final Four. One of those teams. I think, Big East, teams, I think, Big East, 
I think Big East is more certain than Mountain West, but yeah, I could see, I could possibly see that as well. You see, Creighton was a, those, a preseason Final Four team, you yeah. know, and they're starting to pick up momentum in conference. Yeah, you know, they're the two teams. That, yeah. The two teams that impressed me the most, though, are Connecticut and Xavier. Connecticut was playing lights out uh, a month ago, and they've kind of fallen off since then. I mean, they're nine and seven in the conference, but Xavier just all season is 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 look better and better. I mean, Marquette's winning the conference right now. Mar- yeah, Marquette has looked good all year. I mean, they, I think they, one they, of those they, yeah. one of those five teams is going to make a deep run in the tournament. I just I, I, honestly, Jason, I I'm I'm kind of with you. You, I I really like this Creighton team, and I liked them early on, and they had some injuries, and had a guy out, had one of their guards out, um, and, and went through a tough tough time for about five or six games losing like five weeks or something like that. And then when they got their guy back, they've, they've won eight of their mm-hmm. last nine or nine of their last ten, something like that. And I yeah, yeah. really yeah, like this Creighton team. Yeah, those yeah. five teams that are ranked, those five teams that are ranked, I would not be surprised to see any of them in the Final Four. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think I think it's pretty e- on a nightly basis in the Big East with those five. It's pretty it, you almost can flip a coin to who's going to beat who, depending on home court advantage. And exactly, so I am going to say this: y'all keep saying out of those five, I think I feel like Providence is just a little notch below the four. Not a lot, but just a little bit. I think you said, if you're going to see a Final Four team out of the Big East, I think it'll be either UConn, Creighton, or Xavier. Those are my four teams to look for to possibly make a Final Four run. I, I can of, agree with that. I can agree with that. I, now, I, Providence, I, I, the one thing about Providence is they, they play – now, of course, going into the postseason, you're going to play on a neutral court. They play so well that – I mean, that arena is just a big – Oh, yeah. Advantage for them, and they – they play so well. They're not great. And they're a great team. Straight. I'm not taking anything wrong with yeah. them. But Final Four Final Four is a hard deal to make. Now, can Providence it is. make the Elite Eight, Sweet 16, Elite Eight? Absolutely. They got a great team. I just – Final Four is kind of a tough deal to do. I agree. I agree. Well, yeah, and you, you yeah. guys are right. But we all do know, depending on the seeding, and there could be upsets True. in certain yeah. parts of the bracket – you know, some somebody's road to the Final Four may be a little easier than some <laughs> of the other roads to the Final Four. That's that, and that's that's the only factor I see. But Providence, well coached, plays hard. You know, you're looking at their record, 12 and 4, 20 and 7 overall, going through the gauntlet of the Big East. Yeah. I mean, those, yep. man, hey, these these conference tournaments, woo, they're yeah, hey, very very, yeah, good. very very good. Yep, I agree. All right, guys, we're going to move on to the Mountain West. They are the fifth-ranked conference in the net rankings, the Mountain West is. So conference we're going to go to next is the West. And I will give you guys a little update here. Right now, um, according to the net rankings, there is still five teams in in the Mountain West. You got San Diego State, Boise State, Nevada, Utah State, and New Mexico. That's the five teams that are listed as in right in the bracketology. Yeah, I, I see all yep. five of those teams getting in. Um, yep. Just on the outside is UNLV, 
they're the only other team I think in the conference um, that could maybe make a little noise in the you know conference tournament or conference something, tournament. you know, and have a chance have to, to get it. They technically, they technically have the home court because they play the conference yes, tournament it's because right it's usually in Vegas there, so they have the home court advantage and stuff. So UNLV is the only other team that I could see you know in out of the Mountain West um, because it's played in Vegas and stuff like that as well so um but i really like so new mexico house has been hurt and they were like 19 and 3 before he got hurt um and he's coming back and you know are they were 18 and 3 i'm sorry and now they're 19 and 7 so yeah. they've lost four of their last five games right. without their without their guard without their point guard uh, you know, their lead guard, basically. Um, and uh, But before he was out, I, you know, I really, really liked this New Mexico team. Um, and San Diego State, what can you say about them? I mean, they're, yeah. they're always a tough out. I they mean, are. somebody – I don't know where they're going to get – you know, they're 17th in the, in the net rankings. So, will they get a five seed? Or, or will they be a six or, or six. seven? Five or six is probably a good spot for them. I, I think Mountain West, I think of all the five, I think you can see, and I it'd be tough to choose the two. I think about two can get to the Sweet 16. Maybe one can get to the Elite Eight. I don't see a Final Four team there. Um, but I see two, I'm going to tell you right now, Boise State, the, Boise State sitting at 23 in the net rankings right this minute, and I'm telling every team out there, if you get matched with Boise State, you better watch that first first weekend, that first game, because yeah. Boise State has got a hell of a team. I mean, Mount West has improved dramatically in the last five to ten years in terms of overall conference. I mean, it used to be like obviously like a one bid league, and now we're talking five teams are getting the tournament. And they were yes. they were saying on TV TV yesterday that uh, it might be a better conference this year than the ACC. It could it actually they're, is it's ranked. They're the, <laughs> they're the, they're the, that's exactly what I was getting ready to say. They're the fifth you never, you never conference thought, right now. You never would have thought that five, ten years ago, the ACC, you know, has really, has really fallen off. I mean, God, look, I mean, they granted they won years. I'm not trying to change the conversation to the, S, to the ACC, but granted, yesterday Louisville won, but God, they've won like four games all year. I mean, they're just awful. Oh my and God, I don't even like that's that was just a what and, in the world? Yeah, Mountain West anyway, though. But yeah, but back to the Mountain West. Yeah, I mean, five teams in the tournament, I think, will be the number. And um, it could drop the four if somebody falls off in the last couple weeks, but it could drop the four. But I think I think two it in the could. Sweet 16, maybe one in the eight is probably the best they're going to do. And I think last year, if I remember correctly, they only got one pass the first weekend in the Sweet 16. If right. I, remember. I could be wrong. But. I think they got four in last last. Week. No, I'm saying, but they only I think they only got one actually in the Sweet 16. I think. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying the tournament, and then I think only oh, the one. tournament. Yeah, they, they might have got five, but I think it was four. I believe um, it was either four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I think I think getting the first weekend probably just won. I just want the whole country to know that they play some really good basketball in the Mountain West Conference. Oh no, their games are very entertaining to see. Yeah, I mean they're on CBS Sports Network and FS1 late at night. I'm on the East Coast, so yeah, it's it's great it's great basketball to watch. And they the play game. some really good basketball out. out there, and they have some great from great arenas that look like. Yeah, go go to the pit, in New Mexico. Pit. Yeah, I mean, Colorado State's man. Arena, Air Force. Yep. I mean, some of them are just great yes. arenas and, and, and great venues to see a game in. It's so. in the ground. In the st in the, it's, so that's the reason it. 
is yeah, pretty, I'm going to get there one day. Voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, the sixth ranked conference in the country right now is the Pac-12. Um, when you look at the Pac-12, I'm just going to say it right off the bat. Do they get more teams in besides UCLA and Arizona? Um, I want to say there'll be a third team. I think USC should be able to play their way in, hopefully not play their way out. Arizona State, I, I don't know. I mean, they're 19-9 overall. I think if they make I know, but they have fought big time. They have. I mean, Oregon's been a disappointment this year. I, I think I think three Utah maybe Utah has an outside chance. Yeah, I just, but you I think, know, I think you're going to look at. I think you're looking at three with maybe Arizona State making a strong Pac-12 conference tournament run to get or USC. Yeah, well, yeah, USC. I think three, I think they'll get three. Yeah, Arizona oh, State. So, are, so you are, you got USC in with a three, and then maybe I think a four. They're in now, fourth. yeah, they're in now, and if they. Unless they fall off a cliff in the last couple of weeks and, and lose all the games, or or they can be replaced by Arizona State if they can kind of make a run and make and win the last win the last couple weeks worth of games. I think one either one of the two of them will be in, and of course Arizona and UCLA are already in. I mean they're in for sure. Right, right. So Arizona and UCLA. Maybe maybe a surprise team in the tournament. I don't think so. So four at most, but I think probably three is the, the good number for that for the conference. Yeah. Which is which is amazing. You see that because that's. The Pac-12 conference. I know, of course, USC and UCLA are leaving in a couple years to go to the Big Ten, but that's just sad because you got the Mount West is right there too, and they got they're going to get probably four or five teams. Yeah, yeah, so, and, they're, and, they're, and they could get five. the bottom of the Pac-12. The bottom of the Pac-12 is pretty bad, unfortunately. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it so, is. Same like the it really is. the last the last yeah. five six teams in the Pac-12 are pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then so. I guess my next Pac-12 is this. UCLA, Arizona. Can either one of those teams make them to win it all? And is there a team, you know, that could get to the Final Four, basically? Those two questions. I think Arizona can make a run. I think they can both make runs. I think Arizona can get to the Final Four. I think think last year in um, uh, Tommy Lloyd's first season there, they they had a capable team. They, they, it seemed like maybe, maybe with uh, the experience now, because he's a, he was a brand new head coach. I think now with the experience of a lot of those players back from the 2022 um, tournament team, I think Arizona can get to the Final Four at Houston. UCLA, I know everybody says, well, they made it there a couple of years ago and they have most of those guys back. They do. I, I don't know. I just, I've seen them play a couple times this season and they're good. I just, I don't think they're Final Four bound. I, I mean, I think they're Sweet 16 to lead 18. I think both both those teams will be in the Sweet 16. Arizona can take the next step. I don't think UCLA will. And of course, if well, UCLA or Arizona gets in the tournament, I think UCLA is currently four in the net rankings, and Arizona's eleventh. Yeah, I just I, I I'm more of a believer in Arizona than UCLA, but of course, I obviously could be wrong. So that's that's my all opinion. right. I just I just think you I think Arizona's got the depth. Um, I think UCLA. If I had to say anything about them, I think they require too they they rely too much on the one player. Jaime Jaquez, I don't think they have enough around him, you know. And I think what's going to hurt both teams in the tournament is the fact that the conference has been so weak this year and you haven't played. Now, they both play tough non-conference schedules, but play, you know, you go that – it's like kind of what they said about Gonzaga for years. You're playing that conference. Now, that conference got much better, but still playing that conference. You're not playing, you know, like playing in the Big Ten every night um, 
with all the tough teams or, or, or the SEC or, or, of course, Big 12 this season. But I think in I think the Pac-12, that's going to hurt those two teams this season when they get in the tournament to a tight game where they're like they're used to just beating up on the Oregon States. And, you know, and talk about a disappointment this year, not to change something. It's Oregon. God, they've been a disappointment. I thought they would be much better. Oregon. They've had a couple upsets wins, but they've been. Washington. I really thought after Washington got Keon Brooks and a couple of kids with him, yeah, they, that they might be a little better than they. Maybe they just haven't yeah. been. Yeah. All right. Maybe Either one of you two guys got a question about Pac-12? Or has he hit the button on the where it's supposed <laughs> to be? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. All well, right. It's only about it's, it's only two teams out there that you really know about. That yeah. to me that really gonna have a chance to do anything. I mean, what you got I, mean, I think USC has a chance to win one or one or two games. Probably. I do. They won't get out depending on the draw. Yeah, depending on the draw, they can win a yeah. game or two. Depending on the draw. All right, so then we're gonna get finally. By the way, I just <laughs> want to say this: <laughs> to get to the ACC, who is the seventh ranked team or ranked team ranked conference in the country? By the way. Uh, and uh, half of this conference is atrocious. Atrocious. Like, yes, they don't even deserve to play basketball, to, like tie up their shoes. They're, they're atrocious. <laughs> I'm yeah. serious. Like I follow the ACC. I know. I, I follow the ACC growing up, and this is – this is I don't know that I have ever seen teams, is, full teams, that can only win three or four ball games a year. Is this is this the worst it's ever been? I think this is the worst the ACC because in my I'm 45 years old in my lifetime. This is the worst I've ever seen the ACC. There when I growing up it was it was a lot of years it was the best conference and yes, there were some yes. down years. Eight, they'd be eight, nine, ten teams, you know, that were yeah. killing it. There'd be there, and of course they expanded the conference. 10 years ago when with the football money and everything else. But, um, but yeah, this is, I mean, Louisville, the fact that their overall record is what three wins for, four, four, well, they, four, they three, won three, a fourth four, game, game yesterday. Yeah. It, it's all, yeah. It, it's all those blue bloods. Yeah. No, I mean, Florida state overall is eight and 20, uh, no, 10, 17. Yeah. I mean, they're, Georgia they're, tech, Georgia tech. I mean, seriously, these teams are atrocious. Yeah, Florida I mean, State. The saving, the saving grace for the conference last year, I think a lot of people, even though they had a bad season, I think they got five in the tournament last year. They had three in the final eight, and Miami, Duke, and Carolina, and then Duke and Carolina both made it the final four. Mm, so, yeah. I mean, that kind of saved. This year, one team might get – you know who actually, more than anybody else in the, in the conference this year who can get to the final four in the ACC, I think it's Miami. They, I mean, Miami is good. I mean, they, they – they have they have like they I remember when they beat Auburn last year in that tournament. I watched them a couple times during the year, and they just if they they're playing well, they have so much athlete so much athleticism and versatility, they can beat just about anybody. And they were I mean Virginia them. Virginia's defense. They do, and, but and they and they're and and they're gonna hold whoever they're playing to fifty some points. You're gonna have to be a grinded out sixty points, sixty two points. You're gonna have to grind it out, win. You know, I think so. Yeah, I just think there's, I think their ceiling is about sweet, sweet 16, 16. Maybe yeah, yeah, sweet 16. Somebody, somebody's, somebody's gonna grind it out, somebody's gonna grind it out with them and just beat them. Like, you know, who could beat them like that, right? Way? 
It's probably Purdue. Now they might not be in the same bracket and it might right. be, but just grind it out 52 right. to 50 wins. You know, could, I, could Tennessee Miami, grind it out with them? Tennessee? Yeah, I think they could. I think a lot yeah, of that's I mean, a good one. It yeah. seems like a lot of teams can grind yeah. it out with them because this past week in the ACC, they had two games. They beat Notre Dame by what? They five, beat Louisville by three. They had to beat, yeah, so they like barely, barely beat Louisville. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, bare, I mean, and the Duke game last, don't get me started on the Duke game last year. They, they, they should have lost that game. I don't know mm. what's referencing that. <laughs> I mean, that was definitely a foul. How did they barely beat? I don't yeah, know I how they barely the beat Louisville. I've never seen that's that, and that's just how Virginia plays. They're they're like almost going to keep anybody in it. So, just keeping teams in it, I think, I think somebody's going to catch them and and beat them in their own game. And sometimes, all right. Like so I said, Duke I think, I think is nineteen and eight now. Duke has come on. They were they were like I don't know sixteen and or fourteen and seven or something thirteen and seven something like that. They're nineteen and eight now. Um. How many, and, how many teams did they say they were going to get in? How many 20, teams were they projected to get in? Right now it says teams? five. Right now it says five. But North Carolina five. is the last team in. And after today, Ooh, I, I, I'm almost like it, no. seriously, North Carolina is now 16 and 11 and in ninth place in the seventh in the ranked conference yeah. in the country. Come on, guys. Seriously, North Carolina does not deserve to get in this tournament. They are in ninth place in the ACC, which is the seventh-ranked conference. They do have – They do still have a chance if they, if they ruin the table. Of course, they have to play Virginia. The only way to me Virginia. right now, after today – the only way North Carolina should get in this tournament is if they run at least all the way to the ACC championship. Yeah, I could see. I could definitely see that. Yeah, I could definitely see. Agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I, the sad thing is about the conferences is, is is as good as Clemson's done in the conference. I mean, they're not even going to admit it, and they're eleven and five in the conference. Yeah, but they just got beat yesterday by Louisville. You can't get yeah, it like that's no. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I think they. I think they were. I don't think they. They weren't even going to be in even before they lost to Louisville. <laughs> I, just, well, they were, really they were close. They were close when before they lost to Louisville. But yesterday, yeah, when they really lost out. to Louisville, that's that's done. I mean, I'm sorry. You're I, I out. think. I think. For, I think for teams, I think you got Virginia. Of course, is in Miami's in. I think NC State. I mean, of course, beating Carolina isn't a mark, super marquee win this year, but I think NC State's definitely in. Duke and Pitt, I think, are the last two. I think Wake has a chance if they make a run in the ACC I'm, tournament. Wake, Wake, yeah, Wake. Yeah, but that's, that's about it. Yeah, Carolina, again, unless they make a crazy run in the last couple of weeks. I, I, so you're I, saying Clemson, that ain't, when it, it was just about a month ago, Clemson. I know. A month ago, they're, they're, Clemson they was were, running they, the ACC. They were number one. They, they were yeah. eight oh, in the ACC. Yeah. yeah. But even they now, were eight they're 11 and five. They're eleven and five in the conference, but yeah, they. Ha I mean, they're they're not going to make it. I mean, they, they haven't beaten anybody in note, and yeah, they're they're, they're nope. they lost to Louisville. I'm telling you, after game. yesterday, it's, yeah, it's over, over. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. There's I wouldn't no say it was over. Well, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, over. A, that's a that's a bad that's a that's that's a quad that's a four bad, that's a yeah. bad quad four loss. Yeah, that's Man. a bad loss. That's a bad loss. I mean, that's you're talking, to a team, talking to a team only won four games all year. You lost to. Let me tell you how bad of a loss that is. Okay, Virginia. Beat Louisville by three points earlier in this week. Virginia dropped 
14 places in the net rankings by beating Louisville by three points. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's just come on. weird. Yeah, Going, come on, man. dropping dropping a dropping that many spots just for winning. Yeah, because it's game. such a bit because they beat because they beat a, such a bad team by such a narrow margin. And I'm yeah. trying to remember was the yeah. game at Louisville? I think it actually was at Louisville. Yeah, it was at so, Louisville. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, still, it's it still that's a terrible. I mean, you beat a I mean, team like that, and they, they had, dropped had that many spots. What's that? That's sad. Yeah, I mean, they, they dropped to that many spots by beating Louisville. So you tell me losing to Louisville by 10 points. I mean, come on. Well, all that I will say is that there are teams, and obviously Louisville was at home, and, hey, one game, Louisville deserved to win that game. They made shots. Need to be, yeah, they, they need, need, they made need to be at home on their couch. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be there pretty soon, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 look, I look to the future. I'm going to say that the ACC has the most freshmen playing. That's all I'm going to say. The most new players, right. the most Everybody knows playing in the conference. I'm That's a Kentucky fan, so all right, you know. <laughs> oh, I know you, you're not going to let them ride. I already know. <laughs> I couldn't help it. You said they was at home. I was like, they need to be on home with a couch right there. That's where they need to be. <laughs> yeah, man, I can understand that. I can understand that. All right, so Pittsburgh to me is the one right now in the ACC. They have Pittsburgh out. I think Pittsburgh deserves to be in. They're twelve and four in the conference. They're nineteen and eight. But here's the deal: the conference is so bad that they are ranked fifty-one in the net rankings. Yeah, and that's what has is. and that's what has yeah, them out. I'd have to look at their whole resume, but the sad thing for Pitt is. Like they beat North Carolina twice this year, doesn't matter. Oh, doesn't and matter. Yeah, right. I think yeah. they did. I think they lost. They beat Virginia, but I think they lost. I think Pitt lost to Duke. I don't think they beat Duke. But, but they, they have a really Duke. bad loss as well. They lost to Florida State. That's a bad loss. Yeah, and it's a, really a bad, bad loss. Yeah, I think Pitt. I think Pitt can. I think Pitt will get in as long as they can finish out strong and win a game or two in that ACC tournament. I think they'll get like a like a ten seed in the tournament. They'll they'll get in. They definitely deserve to get yeah. in. So I think they'll get in. I think so too. I, I I mean North Carolina in and Pitt out, who beat North Carolina twice. Well, that, was prior, that was prior to today, probably. Yeah, before today. Yeah. Today. Yeah, yeah, that was this morning. Yeah, that was, yeah. but still, this morning they yeah. beat them twice. You know, it'd be the bet. You know, it'd be the best thing for Pitt would be if they actually played North Carolina maybe again in the ACC tournament. They'd have, you know, they could. I mean that. I mean, they, I think Pitt's got to win a game or two in the ACC tournament. I think finish out strong. I'd have to look at their schedule real fast that they play like anybody. I know they they did beat Virginia, but they lost to Duke. Um, and and uh, I don't know if they have. I don't think they have any really not big non conference wins though. That's the problem. I don't think they beat anybody good in the non conference schedule. They had a pretty uh, easy schedule. Right. They didn't really play anybody that. Could. And that can that can be a big determining factor. You got to play a tough non conference schedule and get a marquee win or two. And I don't think they did that. I'm looking at. True. I mean, they, they they lost to West Virginia. They lost to Michigan non-conference. I mean, they didn't really beat. They beat Northwestern. They did beat Northwestern at Northwestern, which which is a really good win as of now. Northwestern is going to be in the tournament. Yeah. Lost at Vanderbilt. Yeah. I mean, they did beat Virginia. Lost to Duke, Clemson. Lost to Florida State. Yeah, I mean, lost to Virginia Tech yesterday. It's not a loss. Yeah, it's, I mean, Virginia Tech's a decent team, but that's not. But they got a finishing yeah, schedule. Been, Virginia Tech's been going downhill lately. 
Here could be their key game. They play Miami Saturday, March 4th at at Miami. You win that game, you're in. Right. There yep. you go. They play Miami March 4th, the final weekend, uh, two weeks from now, at Miami. You win that game, you're definitely in, no matter what happens in the yep. SEC tournament. So, All right, Miami, so the last know. conference we're going to talk about is the West Coast. They are the ranked conference in the net rankings. Um, and – um, of course, the two best teams in this conference are St. Mary's and Gonzaga. Um, there, there is a third team in this conference that's worth mentioning and talking about, and that is Santa Clara. Um, Santa Clara is 20 and 8 overall, and they are at least worth mentioning, I believe. And then there is another team in this conference that has a couple of pretty good wins, and that's Loyola Marymount. They, they have a couple of pretty good wins this year. Um, but they are so far down in the net rankings, they're 103. I mean, they're 17 and 11, but there's just – unless they were to win the tournament, win. conference tournament, yeah. they, they won't get in. I will say this conference has improved dramatically in the last five to ten years, maybe even more in the last three <clears> to five years. Um, I mean, the fact that St. Mary's could win the conference, they have to play at Gonzaga next Saturday night, the 25th. Um, yeah. That's going to be a heck of a game. They beat them the first time. St. Mary's only lost one game. Right. St. Mary's, St. Mary's wins next Saturday. They win the conference. If they lose, I think they tie for the conference title or I don't know the tie break. Right. Um, right. Anyway, regardless, they're, they're both in. Um, I could see Santa Clara making a run the tournament and getting in. Um, I, I honestly can th- see St. Mary's getting further in the NCAA tournament than Gonzaga. I just think they're that good. And – uh, they play. I agree with you. Basketball. I, I don't I think, think Gonzaga has think, the guard play. I, I don't think they do either. I think Gonzaga is a Sweet Sixteen this year team this year. Yeah. I mean, if they were Sweet what Sixteen I last year when they had Chet Holmgren, and now they're yeah. they don't have Chet Holmgren. He's, in, he's I mean, he's injured. I think Sweet Sixteen is about the ceiling to, for this Gonzaga Gonzaga team this year. I think, and I think St. Mary's can get there, or if they get a if they get the right you know right seating, I think they can get even even to the Elite Eight. I mean, there are a few other teams you yeah. was talking about overall this conference. So San Francisco has got a decent team. I mean, you know, they're 16 yeah. and 12. BYU uh, has got a decent team um, and, and won, won a few games. So, you know, the top five or six in this conference are at least above average teams. Um, it's not quite as terrible. It used to be Gonzaga and St. Mary and everybody else was – 10 and 20 or whatever, back, you know, yeah. 12 and 18 or whatever. And that's, and that's changed know. a lot. I mean, Loyal Marymount, like I just look St. Mary's, they beat Loyal Marymount, beat St. Mary's at home, and then they beat Gonzaga on the road. Two marquee wins for them in that conference. So I don't I think said, they have enough. They got, a, couple, they yeah. got a couple of really wins. Loyal Marymount does. With that, with that net ranking over 100, though, I don't think, unless they win that yeah. conference tournament, I don't think they're going to get in. So, but that, right, I mean, it's I a said. great story. Like, the conference has gotten so much better. I mean, I remember early in the season, and of course, North Carolina hasn't played well at all. But Portland was playing in that uh, um, that Phil Knight Invitational. They almost beat North Carolina in the first game, and then of course they beat Villanova in the second game. Who turned out Villanova wasn't having a great season either. But you could tell, and that was like a team that, like, man, they're and they were like they're like seventh in this conference, and it shows how much talent in this conference and how much it's gotten better. You know, right? And they're five and nine, the conference thirteen and sixteen overall, and that wasn't a bad team. So it just shows how right. how that has gotten a lot better in the last you know last handful of years. 
So right. I can I Gonzaga's raised to play in that conference, but I just don't think this is Gonzaga's year. I, I feel bad because I mean, like every year, everybody says it's their year, and then <laughs> it comes down to it, and they just they, they can't get they can't get over the hump. So right. You know, yeah, but I think, like I said, right. losing home grand. Yeah, that was yeah, absolutely. I mean, getting him to the NBA was was a big deal for them last year, um, and then they lost the the, the guard too. It was there was a yeah he I was like Dylan Suggs yeah yeah he yeah yeah so oh and yeah. Nemhard yeah they just we'll we'll see. I mean, what does the future hold for them? I mean, I, I this is Timmy's senior year. I guess maybe he can play one more year because of COVID. I he you know he may have that COVID year, year where he could play. Have. I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think I don't think it's even him. I think he he could come back again next year, and they're going to have about the same team. They got to get something else around them, whether through the transfer portal right. or through through. Uh, when I think Mark I Few will definitely put put it out there and try. Few's a great coach. Yeah, he definitely will. Yeah, he definitely he's a great coach and definitely will. Yeah, I, I just. I, I almost feel bad for them. I do feel bad for them because they had that the best team all year in 2021, and they got to the championship game and just got, yeah, you know, and blasted by Buffalo. I mean, but yeah. yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. The year for that when they got all the championship, they were undefeated. Oh got, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the year after, yeah, yeah. 2021, they were the, they were the best team yeah. that year all season. I mean, they never and Baylor was right, right there too, and then Baylor just uh, took them out in the championship game. You know, and that was that was their chance right. to win. That was their chance. So, you know. yeah. All right, so that's the eight conferences. That's the there are. I mean, we didn't talk about the AAC. With um, you got Houston, Memphis, and Cincinnati. So you know, I, I put this up. It's coming up. There's, you know, any is there any other any other two team conferences that you can think of? I think the AAC is one that's probably at least going to get two teams in. Um, um, yeah. Now, <clears throat> no, I want to mention a couple of teams. I think you should go look at North Texas out of the Conference USA. Um, their resume is pretty impressive. And I believe that over some of these uh, Pitts and Wisconsin's and West Virginia's and North Carolina's and some of these teams that we have went over that are borderline off really in these bigger conferences – I think a team like, like North Texas deserves a shot to over some of these teams. And if they do, the Conference USA could possibly be a two-team conference. That's the reason why I'm bringing them up. I haven't really paid attention to them. I'll definitely check out their information. I mean, I haven't really heard much about them. I know you have a lot of people talking about, like, the you know, like Charleston. Charleston. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like a – they're like – Virginia, where they play really good defense, they're really they're one of the slowest offenses ever. Um, but they will basically, like a boa constrictor, just completely tighten. But they're twenty one and, and five I, overall. Squeeze you, squeeze you, and and, and, and their net ranking is forty six, which okay. is good enough to get a you know any anything above a you know below a fifty. Is usually good enough to be considered for an at large North Texas. You talking about North Texas, North, right? North, North Texas. Texas. Yes. Out of the They're conference. They're 23 and five. They're 23 and five. 23 and five. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, 23, yeah, 23 and, five. and five. Yeah, 14 and three in yeah. the conference. Yeah. So right behind Florida and Atlantic, who is right. Yeah. So Florida Atlantic, FAU is the been the ranked team and the one that's ahead of them. All right. Yeah. Um, 
but you know they're killing it now. UAB is also in that conference too, John. That's probably why you know a little bit about North Texas. Correct. I mean, I I know, and UAB had a slump when uh, Jelly Walker went down with the injury. So right, and UAB's third in the conference, unless unless they yeah. can you know make a run in the conference tournament and win it, they're right. They're not really going to see anything. Right. They'd have to win the conference tournament now. UAB would to get in. But I'm telling you, I believe that a team like North Texas deserves an, an at-large bid into this tournament. I really do. I, I agree with you on the fact that I just look at their schedule, uh, their schedule, um, their results this year. I, I would rather see a team like that than a team like just a you know, kind of like an eighth team in the Big Ten or some you know. I, I just right. think it's so much better the, so much better for the tournament overall. The teams like that get a second second bid. I remember when people were talking about Charleston, of course they've lost a couple since then, but they were had like the one loss. Everybody's like, well, even if they don't win the conference tournament right now, if they keep winning, they're in because they only got one loss right. all year. But I just right. think it's so much better for college basketball as a whole. And you'd rather have a, some of these t- uh, conferences are two big conferences, smaller conferences than having a, or even not smaller conferences, but like um, not power five, but close to it or Mount West getting a fifth team rather than the big 10 getting a ninth team, you know, or even. even right. Big That's 12. what I'm saying. You know, you get that yeah. Wisconsin Gideon out of the big 10. who's yeah. like 15 and 11 or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. come on. I would much rather see a team like North Texas who has yeah. had the season that they have had get a chance to play in this tournament. That's I just, agree. I want to, I want to put that out there. Um, yeah. Get rewarded. Charles, I agree with you. I, I, college. I, College of Charleston's another team. If it's theirs, I mean, they're. But the only thing with College of Charleston, I don't, I don't think that their net rankings is that North Texas is forty six. No, they're not. Which is in that range. They're not. You know what? Yeah, Charleston. I mean, I don't think they've had any huge wins this year. I mean, their one loss non conference was in North Carolina. It doesn't look as great now because Carolina's not having a great season. But yeah, I mean. I would say Charleston, if I had to guess, was probably net ranking about 75 or so. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it, conferences like that, it's so much better if they can, if they somehow got two teams in than, than just, a, like I said, like the ninth team in the Big Ten. I just think it's so much better for right. the whole because it's a good story. And then you, you never know, people always forget. Remember that? Remember 2000, I think it was 11, when VCU got in as the 11 seed and then they went all the way to the Final Four. They won the Final Four. Game, and then yeah. They- they won four games and they were like one of the last two or three teams in and eight ten and eight ten's been down this year. I don't think eight ten's gonna get more than a couple teams. And you know, and and I'd be okay with North year. They didn't beat Duke, they beat Kansas in the Elite Eight. I remember that game because I was out I was out with some friends in a playing flag football and somebody yelled, Oh, it's like VCU by fifteen at halftime. Like, yeah, right. I thought it was a joke and I pulled out my phone. I'm like, holy crap, they're beating my fifteen. Kansas by fifteen. <laughs> yeah, they they and it was just like holy crap! They got to the final four that year, 2011. Yeah, that was uh yeah, and they had they had a good team all year. They just kind of had some bad losses, and then just they got in. Well, and just but they just, really like, yeah, jailed and played. Yeah, they they jailed and played great as a team once they got in the tournament. You know, late in the season, just, and, and some of those teams just just need that chance to get in the tournament. And I think this is going to be one of those years, more maybe more than any year in a, in a long time that. A team like that can get all the way to the Final Four because it's it's going to be some chaos where you could beat right. a, a solid team in your first game, and then the next game the team you play isn't the team you're expecting to play because they get upset, and then the game after that they get. I mean, look at I mean, look at look at that East. Uh, was it? I forget what bracket it was last year. Whenever North Carolina played St. Peter's in the 
Elite Eight. I mean, North Carolina was an eight seed, and St. Peter's was a fifteen, and they're playing in the Elite Eight. <laughs> well, that's because <laughs> they beat Kentucky. That's because they beat yeah, Kentucky, Purdue, and, and, and North Carolina beat Baylor. All the good teams were upset, so it's like yeah, you're playing an right. eight seed against a fifteen seed in the Elite Eight. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, in the Elite. Yeah, yeah, Elite Eight. There's an eight against a fifteen. Nah, not nobody predicted that. Yeah. No, I'm saying but, if you did predict that, I'd give you. You're, you're probably you're yeah. probably a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. Nobody would ever would have expected uh, that. And how many upsets were there in that in that uh in that one region? So right, you know, that one that's, half that's, of the region was was destroyed. Right by St. Peter's. Yeah, yeah. But that's the key to the tournament. You you have a good team, and then the the team you're playing in the next game gets upset get upsets the higher seed. And if you can kind of win a couple of games, there's so many teams in the past that it's almost like you're just playing. You, you almost want to just like dodge the good teams until you're eventually going to have to play one and you get, you know, further along, but you dodge the good teams. You can, you can get a lot further than you would have. And of course, St. Peter's beat Kentucky. Then they beat, I forget who they beat the second game, but then they beat Purdue in the third game. So yeah, you know, go figure. <clears throat> yeah. Just wanted to bring up North Texas because they are 46th in the net ranking and they're, yeah, their overall record, Jason, I'm sorry, is 23 and five. Um, and they are, a game or two behind FAU in the conference, mm-hmm. um, something like that. Uh, so, you know, I, I just feel like with their net ranking as being as high as it is, they're the kind of team that I would like to chance to play in this tournament over, uh, you know, a 48th net ranking Whatever, fifty-two Wisconsin or North Carolina or whoever it is. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it's I better to, to get them in the tournament than somebody like some, than another team that doesn't hundred percent belong. Yeah, I can agree with that as well. So if they would, then that would get Conference USA two teams. Um, I think AAC will probably get two teams, and if that happens, then there would be at least ten conferences. With at least two teams in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, that would be great. Like I said, I mean, yeah, I, I like it to go. To, I like to go more that in that direction in the future. I think maybe in the future they can even add something where, I mean, they always say you got to. It's all, it's kind of like an unwritten rule. It seems like you got to finish like five hundred or better in a major conference yeah. to get in. If you got like right. seven and seven, thirteen record in the Big Ten, even if you got a overall records like you know seventeen and fourteen. I mean, those teams just I just don't think deserve to get in. I mean, they can say, right. well, they played a tough non-conference. Occasionally, game, you'll see a seventeen. Yeah, occasionally you'll yeah. see seven and four, seventeen, fourteen, or sixteen, twelve team or something. You know. Yeah, I just think you have uh, to have a ridiculously tough non-conference schedule if you're going to get in with a record like that. So. Yeah. And of course, well, these smaller conferences. Throw a point. Throw a point in real fast. The so smaller conferences, like you said, North Texas example. A lot of teams don't like power conference teams. Don't want to play in North Texas in a non-conference because they're scared right. they're going to lose. What's well, tougher right. for the schedule? So. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. All right, guys. Y'all have any closing thoughts for for Steve? Kind of run these conferences. Um, any closing thoughts or questions about your team teams or anything? Like like that, John. You already answered or asked yours, I believe. I did. About your did. Maybe in a couple. Maybe in a couple weeks. Yeah. You know, when when things start to straighten out. Yeah. You know, align themselves, and so. Yeah. So we actually do, have Steve. 
scheduled to on Section Sunday, um, March the 12th at 3 o'clock. Yeah. So um, that, that ought to be fun uh, to do this. Actually, you know, talk about which teams are what on, on, on Selection Sunday. So March the 12th yeah, actually, at 3 o'clock. Yeah, it's the 12th. Actually, there's pretty much – the conference tournaments these days are pretty much all over on Saturdays. There's only a couple that have championship games on Sundays now. SEC does. Yeah. I think Conference USA might still. And it's at noon. It's at noon. Yeah. Yeah. There's very few games that are on Sunday. It seems like maybe Big Big Ten too, I think is, but very few are on Sundays now. It's pretty much all over on Saturday night. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So, and then the reveals at 5 Eastern? Or is it? I or is it six or seven? Six or it's seven. Six Eastern, Eastern and five Central. Something. I think uh, it's six and like five. That. Might be six. Might be six. Yeah. 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 I think it is about six. And then they usually have about four hours of uh, talking heads on TV afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> talking yeah, all night yeah. long about. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Six, six, ESPN six will talk all night. Yeah. Six. Six <laughs> Eastern sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Six yeah. Eastern sounds right. All right, Steve. You have any closing thoughts on? teams or anything that we talked about no i'm just uh looking forward to the next couple weeks and i'm sure you guys are too and watching all the games and um i'm looking forward to getting on again on selection sunday and see what uh where everybody lands yep i think it'll be a fun time we appreciate you coming on and uh doing with us and, and giving us your time i know you're a busy guy just like the rest of us so we appreciate you coming on with us absolutely anytime guys thanks again all right thank you all right, all right thanks steve All right, guys. Just trying to let him close out and get off there for a minute. All right. That was a pretty fun show. I like go, going through there and going through all the teams and talking about the bracketology stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. I just sneezed right. <laughs> I couldn't help it. You should mute your bike. I was trying, trying to hold it off, but, you know. <laughs> All right. So I appreciate y'all uh, coming in for me and uh, being here with us. So um, I know y'all were both kind of running behind today. So. Yeah, man. Good yep. show, man. Good, good inform. Good, good information, man. Can't wait to selection Sunday, man. A couple weeks away. Yep. It'll be here before you know it. And. Hey, and hey, my old miss Rebel swept this weekend, so we're off to a two and start baseball wise. So yeah, you know, I think things are good. You know, the old miss girls are hanging in ever South Carolina. Hey, they you know, they hung old, in with a with an overtime game in basketball with Mississippi State yesterday too. So yeah, yeah, they did, they did, but you know, we we fought, we fought, you know. So that's all you can ask for right now. Kids are just keep fighting. Well, other than that, hey. Yep. Guys, I'm going to get to the Home for the Truth, a 2023 nonprofit organization. Um, if you're looking to give to um, an organization for 2023, we ask that you do it for Home for Our Troops. This is an organization that builds homes for wounded and injured, injured veterans. 
and uh, quit laughing at me. I can't talk. He's laughing because I couldn't talk right. But all right. So um, we ask that you give to them. Uh, they build homes for these injured vets. Been doing it for over 20 years. And uh, you can do that at www.hfotusa.org. He was totally laughing at me because I know he was. <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap it up. Um, I'm going to hold off on the prize picks things. I'm not exactly sure what's going on with that. So I'm going to hold off on that today. And uh, we'll, we'll get back to that maybe the next time that we do our show. All right. So on, I'm not sure if john's ever got a guest um for the next couple of no. days or anything so uh, uh tuesday no tuesday, tuesday no, no. We're, we're guest free on tuesday all right so our next show will be tuesday night uh, we will cover prob probably some hot topics and a couple of minutes that we do our pick six and uh, no fly zone and we'll have a little fun with the three of us and we will see you guys Tuesday, the 20th. And uh, there'll be some good games on that night as well. I know there's a couple of good SEC games that we had Ron Slay on, we picked. So I, I'm interested. So what happened in the Houston game? I've been doing all this. Y'all been watching it. Houston, Houston won. Houston won. They, they poured it out. Houston poured it okay. out. Okay. All right. All right, then we will sign off and see you guys on Tuesday night. All right. See you guys later. All right, guys. See ya.